we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Y'all good? Everybody good today? Y'all glad to be in the house of the Lord? Y'all do believe this is God's house, right? All right. It's good to see all of you here in the house of the Lord. Uh, The governor lifted the mandate. And every child of God ought to be happy about that. Amen. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. So we ain't ever been scared. I say we ain't ever been scared. Amen. We know whatever we catch, God going to get us out of that. Amen. So amen. We, we, we believe in God. So uh, the mandate is lifted, but you know, folks crazy. It's probably going to cause more confusion than when there was a mandate. Because now all the bitter people. And that's the problem. People are bitter. God has been dealing with me all week about bitterness and how people are bitter and they just need an excuse or an opportunity to let their bitterness out toward another person. So when they fussing at you about their mask, that's about your mask or you whether you got one on or not and they telling you you need to put one on, that's bitterness. You know, when they do it angrily, I'm not talking about like a store mandate or whatever, but when they just, uh, can you pull your mask up, please? And you're like, but you have yours on. So if you have yours on, shouldn't you be good? Y'all, there's no way you can make it make sense. Like, no way. There's no way. I posted on Twitter a lady at a... I guess at a Starbucks or some coffee place or whatever, she ordered her drink. Cash transaction and everything happened, I guess, or used the card or whatever. And then when it was time to get the drink, the guy said, "Uh, I need you to put your mask on first. And she was like, "Put, put my mask on for what? So I can give you the drink. So she said, you can't hand me the drink until I put my mask on. I'm in my car, but you can't hand me the drink. No, I can't hand you the drink. Well, I don't have a mask. I'll give you a mask. So you're going to hand me a mask? Won't you just hand me the drink? I can't hand you the drink, but I can give you a mask. No, I don't. I can give you one. Uh, You can give me one? I can give you one. I I need you to wear a mask. So you can hand me a mask? I can hand you one, yeah. But you can't hand me the drink without a mask? You've got to wear a mask. How does that make any sense? That's what what I, I just need you to wear a mask. Do you well, if you can hand me a mask, why can't you just hand me the drink? I can hand you the mask. <laughs> Look at somebody say strong delusion. God said he would send strong. Is that strong delusion? So you can hand me the drink. Okay, give me my money back. And then you're going to give me my money. Why couldn't that be the drink? Strong delusion. How many of you know the Bible tells the truth? Y'all, the Bible has predicted every bit of this. Told you folks was going to be crazy. Told you you wouldn't be able to buy or sell. Yeah, strong delusion. 
Oh, but we have to have the power of the Holy Spirit on us. Amen. People will respond differently to the power of God. Amen. The world, sinners will respond differently. Now, not church folk. You know, your enemy is church folks. You know that, right? It ain't the, it ain't the world. It's the, church, it's the worldly church folks. Because they're bitter. See, people, and God's been dealing with me all week, people assume that the Holy Ghost or salvation or the word is going to change every bad decision they've made. It's not even going to stop you from making bad decisions. You still have a choice. But when you've made a ton of bad decisions and then you come to church, you're expecting God to, well, some people are expecting God to rectify all of that instead of them working through it. Then when it doesn't happen, they get bitter. Then they're bitter toward the pastor. I mean, do you know it's all about to be over? People taking an mRNA shot. Do you know what that is? Synthetic man-made DNA. For the first time in human history, they're injecting people with GMO DNA. Unproven, experimental, we don't know what it's going to do. And they're going for the Negroes and the Mexicans first. Their own words. And folks lining up for an unproven formula. mRNA. Man-made DNA. To change. Don't you understand that changes your whole makeup? And don't you understand once it's in you? First of all, you're not injecting me with mRNA. And you don't know what that is. At a gas station and, and over Willie's house. And, I mean, they got the vaccine everywhere. Hey, man, I got that vax. You want to come over? We're going we gonna to play Monopoly. And then are we all going to shoot up. So you're not injecting me with something that's not proven that you have no idea what the results are going to be. And I'm going by what Fauci said. There's a video of Fauci talking about it and they asked him. So if I take this, am I, can I still get COVID? Well, yeah, because we're not sure of, of what, it'll, what it's going to do. And there, he said there's a whole lot of virus out there. All right. Just some questions that keep coming up. Okay. Um, Why do I have to keep wearing the mask after I get the vaccine? I thought it was going to protect me from the vaccine. Uh, What's the answer? Well, the answer is unless you get the overwhelming majority of the country vaccinated and protected and get that umbrella of what we call herd immunity, there's still a lot of virus out there. There's still a lot of virus out there. So just because you're protected, so-called protected by the vaccine, you need to remember that you could be prevented from getting clinical disease and still have the virus that is in your nasopharynx because you could get infected. We're not sure at this point that the vaccine protects you against getting infected. We're not sure at this point 
that the vaccine protects you against getting infected. We know for sure it's very, very good, 94, 95% in protecting you against clinically recognizable disease. Clinically recognizable disease, but not COVID? And almost 100% in protecting you for severe disease. And almost 100% from severe disease? Well, then what does he call COVID? If that's not serious. But until you have virus that is so low in society, we as a nation need to continue to wear the mask, to keep the physical distance, to avoid crowds. We're not through with this just because we're starting a vaccine program. We're not through with this just because we're starting a vaccine program. Even though you, as an individual, might have gotten vaccinated, it is not over by any means. We still have a long way to go, and we've got to get as many people as possible vaccinated of all groups. Then I'm taking my chances on what y'all know. We know what the virus will do. We know the symptoms of the virus, right? We know. So we know we go get some cough drops and some aspirin and some, we, we know, but we don't know what mRNA is going to do. You ain't got to clap and you can go get it. I tell you what, it's going to modify your DNA. And then let's don't even talk about the Johnson and Johnson. Didn't they get in trouble for talc? Women was getting cancer from using the powder. So I don't trust you no way, Johnson and Johnson. It's like a black company. I don't trust you. And now your vaccine is the one they're recommending because I think it's a one-shot. It's a one-shot vaccine, but it's got aborted baby cells in it. So it's causing you to uh, absorb a child's sacrifice. See, the old child sacrifices back in the Old Testament, they would actually burn those children and then eat them. Because you have to put the sacrifice, you have to eat it within you. That's why the people got in trouble in Corinthians for eating the meat that was offered to idols. Because the real meat, the, the babies that they would burn, they would eat or ingest. And now they want to just forget eating it, we're just going to shoot it in you. Aborted babies. Oh yeah, I'm putting this on the internet. Pull, pull, pull it off. I don't care. I'm gonna be right here preaching it. Amen. And I take that needle and jab you in your neck with it. You try to put it in me. I'm redirecting that joker. And if I need firepower, I got some of that too. We go to war over that. You're not putting the mRNA in my body. My immune system works just fine. Amen. I done kicked all kind of sicknesses. I've been dizzy. I done hit the wall and fell out. Remember last week I was telling y'all about the incident with the Jeep? I finally figured out what that was. I was dizzy. I shouldn't have been driving. I was dizzy. I've had all of that. Been sick, all of that, but my immune system, I put what my I put in my body what it needs to fight whatever it is. That's what I do. 
So if I'm lacking vitamin D, I put that in there. If I'm lacking vitamin C, I put that in there. If I need E and A, I put that in there. But I'm going to put in there what my body needs. Amen. And if I feel a cold coming on, I can't eat no pizza. Uh-oh. Yeah, I can't have no cheese omelet. A whole bucket of Fruit Loops. They need to name them Sugar O's. That's all that is. Sugar and die. I can't eat that if I feel it coming on. Don't you feel it coming on? If I feel that little tickle in my throat. I can't load up my baked potato, Elder. Have to eat it plain. Eat the skin. That's where all the nutrition is anyway. Look at somebody, oh, this pastor, he just doesn't ain't eating no old dirty skin. That's where all the nutrient is. What's that restaurant used to make them and put the salt all around its skin? Was that red lobster? <laughs> steak and ale, that's what it was. Y'all don't remember steak and ale. Oh, steak and ale. Ah. <laughs> but you can't eat like that if you feel it coming on. So let me tell you something. Have you noticed, and this is it, and then I'm going to move into the message, but have you noticed they haven't mentioned the, your immune system yet? Not, I mean, not once have they told you to stop eating certain things. Not once. Not once have they told you to exercise and get your body, if your body's stronger, it can handle. Not, not once. So that tells you that this is a setup. I'm just not taking it. Because it's unproven. It's experimental. You ain't, I ain't no guinea pig. You experiment on me. I'm good. I don't trust what it's going to do to folks. God already showed me. I told y'all in part 13 what it's going to do. You think you got some church enemies. You just wait. Wait till they wake up what they putting in people. That's where the hate and the betrayal going to come in. If you even name the name of Christ. You about to get jeered at. Targeted. They're already crazy. And they wanted the CDC put up guidelines for a zombie apocalypse that's on the CDC website they have to put it up because they don't know what mRNA is going to do That one got him, man. That was like, oh, Lord. Wait a minute. Stop the press. What did he just say? Wait a minute. I just said it because it's on there. Right here. He just pulled it up. Center for Preparation and Response Zombie Preparedness on the CDC website. 
Looking at somebody and say, that's what an AR is for. And an AK. And what else I got? I got a long, I got a long list. It's, it's going to be a whole bunch of them laid out. But when, before I run out, buckshots and slugs, I got it all. Like I would load everything before you eat my brain. I done watched the movies. I'm ready. Boom! Oh! It sound like I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Don't it sound like I'm just making this up? Like the same Center for Disease website that tells you to wear the mask, get the shot, is telling you to prepare for zombies. Amen. I ain't scared of no zombies. I done, I done had folks act like that and I cast demons out of them. Now, I don't know if you can cast a demon out of a zombie, but I do know it's got to respect the name of Jesus. Amen. I don't care how dead, deaf, and dumb it is. It's going to hear me call on the name that is above every name. With the power of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Brother, you get the twitching and bobbing, I'm going to go with the Holy Ghost first. And if you keep coming, <laughs> somebody just so an educator over here, teacher, just sent me on the CDC website zombie preparedness for educators. If you're looking to teach preparedness in the classroom, they have full lesson plans and activities for you to use and adapt with your students. This is on the cdc.gov website. Another one? Amazon updates its terms of service to cover the zombie apocalypse. You still an adamant believer? That means you unmovable, unshakable, unbreakable we are. Nobody scared. You ain't scared me. Ain't nobody scared. I mean, to live is Christ and to die is gain. So what am I afraid of? Either way, I win. Look at somebody say, either way, I win. To live is Christ, but to die is gain. Anyway, I win. adamantbeliever.com forward slash final hour power two. Did y'all enjoy the message last week? Today we're talking about, look at somebody and say, prove it. If you feel with the Holy Ghost, it's time to prove it. Man, folks been talking about the power and the Holy Ghost and all that. They've been doing all that all their life. Making all that noise, that rainforest. Yeah, all that stuff, the anointing, just I mean, they've been doing all that. Close the church, ain't no power. Oh, I ain't going in there. Wait, what happened to them? You scared of the saints now? 
Look at somebody and say, you got to prove it. 2021 is cause for you to prove what you're talking about. Amen. And you prove it by your behavior. Evidence. I used to love that uh, uh, Fred, Pastor Fred Price. Remember his show, Evidence? Used to come on like that. Evidence. Evidence. I need some evidence. The power of God will operate will only operate under certain perimeters. Now, don't you go trying to, well, no, see, you limiting God. You boxing him in. No, I'm not. It's what he chooses to do. He chooses not to work through a fool. In order to command God's authority and power, you must operate within the attributes of his spirit. That means you got to be like him to operate. For him to operate through you, you have to be like him. How are you going to act any kind of way like you want to act and then expect him to operate through you? How you feel with his power and the world at the same time? Galatians 5 and 17, for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these things are what? They are what? Contrary to the one, I mean contrary the one to the other so that you cannot do the things you would. Did you just hear the Bible explain what I've been saying? You can't do right if the flesh is in control. You can't be controlled by the spirit and the flesh. Look at somebody say you got to pick one. And you got to pick one to invest in. If you invest in the flesh, the flesh is going to overpower the spirit. It don't mean God is not powerful. It just means God is not powerful in you. That means you're not powerful in God. Can I keep preaching in here? This might be too holiness, too old school for somebody. God's fruit of his spirit are the proof of his indwelling. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, the evidence is always what? Fruit. Matthew 7 and 20. Wherefore by their what? The only way I know what's inside of you is by what comes out of you. Yes. We're thinking about them zombies. Lord, get the zombies out of their mind. Somebody can't even clap. I'm preaching with power and authority. You. <laughs> you know, I done named something that the alarm system can't take care of. That's when folks start getting nervous. Wait a minute. Like, ain't much we can do about them zombies. I done seen a few movies. They kind of keep coming. You ain't never seen nobody call on the name of Jesus. I'd be like, what's wrong with these movies? I would have been done called on them. When he was laying on the ground and first started twitching, I'd have been in another language, in another realm by, by the time he got up. He'd got up soaked in oil. Just a slipping and sliding zombie. Whoop, whoops. He ain't... <laughs> He'd walk up, I'd be right in his face like this, Walter, in Jesus' name, you ugly thing. Right now, you monster. 
but this is what we practice for. Is this not what you practice? Is this not what we're preparing for? That's why folks quit and stop coming because you ain't, you ain't ready for this kind of fight. But I'll tell you what, if there's a zombie uprising, I need the saints of God with me. This ain't the time for me to wild out, be at home and talking about the church and up, 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 up. Now, man, I need folks. I need power unified body I need to be right where I am with God's people where there is power where two or three are gathered in my name then I shall be in the midst I don't need to wait till the zombie ring the doorbell and get on the phone calling folks and apologize and I'm sorry for everything I said but if you feel what the Holy Ghost the evidence is fruit and by the fruit you're going to know them. What a person is producing. Amen. Amen. Unknown tongues may be a result of being filled, but it is not evidence. See, I'm in trouble now. I'm always in trouble. Because the church taught for many years that this was evidence. So they would sit there and wait on the tongues to prove that you had it. Now tongues may come, but it's not evidence. The evidence is what happens when you leave that place. That's when we will see the evidence because the Bible tells us it's not evidence. Tongues and other spiritual gifts without uh, God's fruit is pointless and meaningless. That's what the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 13 and 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not charity or love, I've become as sounding brass or a tinkling. It means nothing. So don't be trying to speak in tongues as evidence to prove it and your lifestyle haven't changed. The way you treat people, you still got unforgiveness in your heart. You still mad at everybody. You carrying hatred. You still trying to get back at every. You got malice in your heart. You're not filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't care what kind. You can speak in all kinds of tongues. Men's, angels, zombies, whatever you want to speak in. It's sounding brass and tinkling cymbals without the love of God. See, folk don't want to clap to that. Wait a minute, Pastor. In my church, where you ain't in your church, you in this church. Amen. And they meant well, but they should have been looking for something different. You shouldn't have been looking for tongues. You should be gauging behavior. You sitting up there praying over somebody to be filled and your mouth turned upside down. Full of bitterness and hatred. Your husband will never get saved because of how you talk and act. Carrying the word of God. It needs to be more than some tongues. That don't impress me. Oh, I've seen all kinds. I've heard some that sound like howling. I've heard all kinds of tongues. 
I'll have them, you know, they just walk and look at you. Oh, go, booty, chop, chop, do, chop, that, no, 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 no. Then interpret it themselves, and it's about them. Oh, man of God, right now, as you hold the mic, God is lifting uh, the, the burden off you, and you're going to be financially. Who are you talking to, yourself? So you done spoken tongues and interpreted it, and it's about you? Y'all know y'all seen that before. Yeah. I don't need to hear that, man. Let, let's dismiss church. Go out to eat and see how you treat that waiter. I've had waiters and waitresses tell me that they'd rather treat, they'd rather wait on anybody other than a church person. They don't even want to work on Sundays. Had a guy tell me that was working for the mayor of a city. I ain't going to say the city because you're going to know the denomination. Working for the city. And when that time of the year came where they would have their convocation in the city, everybody would start quitting their jobs. They don't want to deal with the church folks. Bickering and fussing. And, but they can all speak in tongues. Let the music start. Let the music start. They got some tongues. And use that same tongue to cuss somebody out. Curse somebody. Wish death on somebody. Once the proof of the spirit is exhibited in you, God's power can do what? Operate through you. So the proof of the spirit is exhibited in you first. Then he can operate through you. Galatians 5 and 22, 23 tells us of the proof. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such as there is a law. So when these things start operating through you, you're ready for the power of God to operate through you. That's how you know the power is in you because it's giving you the power to bear these fruit. Clap. That's clapping time. you, You clap at that. Yeah, you bear these fruit. God will not use you. If you are malicious or unforgiving. Yeah, so you ain't praying the power of God so you can use it against somebody. He's not, that's not God. God is not going to use you to take somebody down. That's not the power of God. Can I keep preaching? And if you're unforgiving, meaning you refuse to forgive somebody, refuse to let them off the hook, God is not going to use you. That's setting the wrong example, the wrong precedent. You've got to be forgiven like he is to be used by him. You will not receive or command God's power for fleshly vendettas. James 3 and 11. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? No. So if bitterness is in there, sweetness is not. And the power of God is going to skip over you and use somebody else. That's why I'm always before the Lord. If there's bitterness in my heart, if there's something I need to get rid of, Lord, I, I want you to use me. So get it out. It ain't worth that. Amen. If I'm called by God, I want God to keep using me. I want him to keep blessing me. I want to be his human of choice when something needs to be said and told. So I want to keep my heart clear of that. And there is not a human worth that. Me risking my call over being upset with you. 
Can I keep preaching in here? God's power is for edification and showing his love. So if that's not what you're planning to use it for, then you're misusing his power or you're attempting to. Edification to make people better, to bless people, to help the church, to strengthen, to win souls. That's what his power is for. Showing love, not hatred. It's not going to empower you to hate. We use his power to war against darkness so that people can live in godly hope instead of despair. You know, some churches was just, I mean, they need to stay closed. It was just despair. The pastor, he didn't even want a pastor. He enjoyed being uh, on his lazy boy on Sundays with his laptop in his lap. He was tired of going anyway. Y'all been to them churches. Ain't nobody in there. Smell like pew in there. You know what I'm talking about? That <laughs> pew. You know, because pews start smelling when there ain't enough people in them. I smell too much wood. I mean, <laughs> ain't enough people in here to absorb it. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. You walk in, you know what the tone of the service is going to be. Oh, Lord. Come on, everybody. Kids in the back just, like the old folks say, cutting up. They back there cutting up. I'll take a whooping for this because I need to be entertained because this is the worst. This is the worst. Oh, God. Y'all know God is good. Yeah, he's good. Oh God. Kids in the back just turning cartwheels. <laughs> just passing an extra sketch around. <laughs> what can you make? <laughs> Ain't nothing to do in here. And the parents be sparing the kids. Hey, you, you can stay home. Where, where the kids? They at home. Remember, we go to the meeting and they give the kids seats. Y'all just, y'all just go outside. <laughs> outside? We can't come in and hear the message? The message ain't going to be about nothing. This is all about the offering. Go outside. Y'all don't have no money. Go outside. You don't get no chair. We can't sit in the... Nope, nope. We need people with money to sit in on the inside. Yeah, enough years of that. It's just canceling itself out. It's ending. Y'all know all of that is ending, right? Man, I want to go and I want the power of God operating. Don't put me outside with the barbecue, man. You know he ain't saved. He ain't ever been in church. He always out there making barbecue. He ain't been to no altar calls. Got his pit in the parking lot. All the kids outside. Am I telling the truth? All that fall, just fall everywhere. What? Why, where you get all this fall? Everybody got something wrapped in fall. What you got, man? Man, I got the potatoes. What you got? Oh, man, he gave me the rib, riblets, the, the burn ins. I got burn ins in mine. 
That's why my, my fall is a little dark color. So the kids would just get outside until the preacher came that was going to get them all filled with the Holy Ghost. Y'all go get all the kids. Then they bring them all in the end and then you, gonna, you got to tarry. So you done been eating barbecue all week, every service. Now somebody want to make a grand showing and get you filled with the Holy Ghost. Brother, I'm filled with too much Q. I can't focus. My sodium level is... Oh. <laughs> My vision is blurred. I don't even know if I'm on the altar right now. Y'all had me out there with all that <laughs> Smoke and Q. Smoke and salt. power of the Holy Ghost y'all we can't be coming in here and wasting God's time like that I don't want to look I told y'all when I first started pastoring if I don't want to go I'm not going if it got whack in here I'm not coming you don't have to worry about it (laughs) I mean if it's whack if the service is whack I'm not dragging myself out of bed to go to whackness I'm not I love coming here I look forward to coming here on Wednesday I'm ready Wednesday I'm picking my sneakers out around Wednesday because I can't wait to be with the saints I look forward to it I'm up here playing at the end and I can't wait to stop so I can go out and greet everybody I want to see you I love being here this is exciting to me amen it's exciting and the devil put another level on it and make all the haters hate it. that make it even more exciting. Why you hate it so much? If it was trash, you wouldn't care. But we use this power to war against darkness so that people can live without despair. That's all we talking about in here. How not to live in despair. How to live better. How to better ourselves. Amen. How to not blow it. Blow it. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 5. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of what? Darkness. God never takes away his gifts and callings because of error. So whatever he's called you to do, whoever he's called you to be, he ain't taking that away from you because you blew it or messed up. He don't do that. If he did that, nobody would qualify. Because everybody done done something that they shouldn't have. Anybody in here ever done something that they shouldn't have done? Two hands and two feet and then borrow your neighbor's arm. <laughs> Amen. So God doesn't do that. God is faithful to do what he promised. So if he called you, whatever he called you for, he's faithful to see it through. He said once he begins the good work in you, he's going to see it through. Amen. Because he had to know who you were when he called you. If he's Alpha and Omega. Romans 11 and 29, for the gifts and calling of God are what? 
without repentance. So he doesn't repent. He doesn't say, I wish I hadn't made him a preacher. I wish I hadn't made her a wife. Uh-oh. It got real then. Yeah. You don't come off your post as a husband just because things are bad. You see that situation through. Ooh, listen to the hand claps. Is it the zombies? That's why y'all clapping like that? Okay. Somebody still haven't got past that. I need to go home past and lock my doors right quick. Oh, locks don't stop them. Folk gonna need the power of, watch. You're gonna need the power of God in this last hour. They getting evil. Y'all don't remember, CERN? Didn't I tell you? Hadn't it gotten worse since? The A, uh, AA uh, American Airlines pilot. Y'all heard about him, right? Seeing the UFO. They got him talking on the radio. Hey! There's something out here. It's moving in all four directions. And I can only go straight. So I know it's not from us. God is faithful to do what he has promised. Romans 11 and 29. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. The forgiveness of God. Now here is why that scripture is important. Because the forgiveness of God must precede the power of God in order to validate the sacrifice of Jesus. So the forgiveness has to be first before you get the power. Because that's what validates the sacrifice of those are the perimeters so if you ain't talking about forgiving those that you hate you're not getting the power see they they used to they they used to say all the time see the god ain't moving in the church like he used to and i remember the day when you used to be do you get out on your knees and the power of god is and all of that may be valid but let me tell you why you're not seeing all of that because people are carrying unforgiveness The power of God is not going to override your unforgiveness. His power is available to us because of what he did for us on the cross. So if you try to skip over what happened on the cross, there's no power available for you. That's where the power came from. Man, I know I'm preaching. Mark 11 and 25. And when you stand praying, do what? Forgive. And if you have ought against any. So forgive if you have ought against how many? Any. When you stand praying. So when you stand asking for the Holy Ghost power of God praying, forgive. That your Father also which is in heaven may do what? So if you don't forgive, he don't forgive, you don't get the power. You're going to keep coming to the altar. All right, y'all, go on and go to your seats. You didn't get it. You didn't get it, but we'll come back next week. What? Why folks not getting it? Because they're not forgiving.
there while everybody was focused on speaking in tongues. Wasn't nobody talking about going and making it right with the person you upset about. And do you know about 99% of the time that you upset at somebody else? You're really not. You're really upset with something you did. You just need an outlet for it. You need a mark. Can I keep preaching this message? The grace and mercy of God allows us to heal the sick, cast out devils, give us unknown tongues, and make an unworthy vessel worthy of his power. The grace and mercy of God. It's the grace and mercy of God that gives us that power. So how are you going to operate in the power and you don't have the grace and the mercy? Hebrews 8 and 12. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I what? Remember no more. He's going to first be merciful. Blessed are, the merci- blessed, blessed are the merciful, for they shall what? Obtain mercy. Summary! The Bible teaches us that being filled with the Holy Ghost will give us superhuman abilities. Y'all read the Old Testament? There are superhuman obil- abilities. In the New Testament, superhuman, man. Bible says Philip just disappeared and reappeared somewhere else that's pretty cold-blooded that's a superhuman ability bible said elisha they were working him and his servant and the dude dropped the axe in the ocean he's like oh lord i borrowed that axe i need that axe head i borrowed that elisha said just stick your hand in the water and wherever you stick your hand that axe head is going to be right. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, yeah. And that's like a little miracle that they just put in there. Like, you know, it was about another story. You know, it was the one about the legion when he saw the legion of angels and all that. But they, God was like, let me, just, let, me, let me just do this right here. Let me show them what they're dealing with. Just put your hand in there and get just Wherever you put your hand, I, I, I imagine he just... <laughs> Elijah, you cold. People don't realize Elisha got a double portion. Like he would just walk around just doing stuff. Please go home and read the story of Elisha. Now Elijah was cold, but Elisha was just going around doing stuff just because he could. (laughs) It was just, you just got to read it. He was, man, he was like, he asked for the double portion. I want the double portion and by golly, I'm going to use it. I'm using this double portion, Jack. When it don't even require it, I'm going to use it. <laughs> I could have got another axe. I, but I'm just going to use it right here. <laughs> Get him my axe. I mean, I just... So there are superhuman abilities available. That was the power of the Holy Ghost operating even then. Horses and chariots behind Moses. And he's standing in front of the Red Sea. What we going to do, Moses? Oh, Wretched Cora, you done brought us out here. You done got, you know, every church has a Cora. Every church, every movement has a Cora. That person that's with you until times get hard, then they regret everything. That's the spirit of Cora. 
I just want to slap Cora. Shut up. You got us out here where you should have stayed in Egypt, you jive, Cora. You done got us out here. What we going to do, Moses? What we going to do? Moses looking around and God speaks to him and said, man, get your staff. It's time to do something superhuman. It's time to do something they're going to be making cartoons about 4,000 years from now. You're going to need superhuman abilities. So the Bible teaches us that being filled with the Holy Ghost will give us superhuman abilities. But doesn't but it doesn't list any of these abilities as evidence. It's not evidence that you have. Hmm, that's not evidence. Just because you can do something. The Bible is specific on what the evidence will be. The fruit of the Spirit. Because people skip over this detail. They live their lives speaking in tongues. Praise breaking. Just because you can praise break don't mean nothing. Oh, because the silkiest sissy can praise break, bro. You ain't got nothing on him. I mean, soon as the music start, you turn around, he right there in your face. He was waiting all service to sashay and show you his moves. He's been practicing all week. <laughs> yeah, they speak in tongues and praise break. Have dreams and visions. I'm so sick of hearing about dreams and visions. Man, when you wake up and do something, do something I can see and something we can prove. dreaming stuff can't prove none of it and we ought to hold the dreamers accountable of the first dream that didn't come true I'm like let's, let, let's rewind back to that one before you give us a new one what happened to the old one praise breaking having dreams. and being wonder working saints y'all know the wonder working saints with that testimony that you know is a lie So people skip over this detail. They live their lives speaking in tongues, praise breaking, having dreams and visions, being wonder working saints while hating others, deceiving, lying and treating people badly. You got all that testimony and hate folks. Does that even make sense? They use unprovable works to deceive. You can't prove none of them dreams and visions. All the stuff you see and telling in church. And I was at home and just floated out of my chair and I woke up, I was in the bed. God said, you need rest, daughter. So I figured I just need some. You can't prove that. Did you, did you film it? They quit talking about it. Nobody want to believe that. I don't want to hear that. You fell asleep watching I Dream of Genie. But there, it's an attempt to look spiritual. But they're unprovable works. They talking about stuff you can't prove. And they're using it to deceive and show themselves in an attempt to look spiritual. But, uh-oh, the pandemic, coronavirus, an end times period has stagnated them and shown you their real power. You know how I did? Because out of all the 
other tongues and dreams and visions, etc. They didn't foresee the new president, coronavirus, mass, or the death shot. There was no preparation, inclination, or forethought whatsoever. Why are your dreams unprovable? Why didn't you see the mask? This is why these types of workings are not evidence. Now, there are some workings. They're just not evidence. Can I keep preaching? You can always tell true godly people by their behavior. Amen? Is that true? Is that true? You know a person is even a Christian by their behavior when they're around you. A true Christian. Amen. You know they are Christians. If Jesus has arrested their hearts and they are filled with God's spirit, they will what? Exhibit the what? The fruit of the spirit. Matthew 7 and 15. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. Beware of these lying folks. But inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their what? Fruit. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree. Ooh, please hear this. Every good tree bringeth forth what? Good fruit. But a corrupt tree is going to bring forth what? Evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth what? Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall what? Know them. Everyone stand to your feet. This is how you get the power of God operating in your life. You got to have the fruit. I preach and talk about the fruit all the time because this is our only proof. It's our only proof, especially now with the new agers and new age movement. Y'all, in, is people in overflow? Okay. Y'all, come on. Get them, let them come out while I'm talking. But with all the new agers and all of the, 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 the folks that worship weird stuff, they can do stuff. Remember when Moses came and threw his staff down? The magicians, the Jumanji drums started everything. And they threw their staff down. And the Bible said they made snakes too. With some witchcraft. You can break it down all you want. Well, see, they, their snakes were different. They were really just shadows of the wood. Move. I've heard all kind of breakdowns. The Bible said they made snakes too. But Moses' snakes looked at them snakes and was like, Oh, oh, that's what you want to do. Okay, I'm hungry. Bible said they ate them up. Amen. So, yeah, with new age and all of this stuff, these folks practicing yoga and burning sage and witchcraft and all of this old weird stuff, some of them got some power. They put something on you. If, you ain't, if you're not right, they can affect you. And I'm going to do a whole sermon on how witchcraft actually affects you in this series. We're going to deal with that 
But yeah, they can do that. So in this time, we need power. Amen. But before we get the power, we have to have the what? The what? The fruit. That means God has to prove himself in us by our behavior. How many folks? 90? That hit different than 70. 90 hit a little different. We're going to get room for you. We're working on it. Yeah. We're working on it. You know, we built this building. We built collapsible wall. I mean, we can do stuff in here. So we just want to make sure folks keep coming. Amen. If I knock down a wall and folks stop coming, I, I, I must make a few phone calls. <laughs> it's like, bro, you got me out here. <laughs> And then this work. Where are you at? Like them old deacons. I'm gonna come out of the house and get the offering. I know you were sick. Your wife said you were sick, but we came by to just amen, you know, still gonna bless the church. <laughs> I remember they used to do that. Amen. But we need the fruit. So listen, don't you worry about no zombies and whatever's coming. All you gotta have is the fruit. If you have the fruit, you have the love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, good. In other words, you in good with God. If you in good with God, you in good with the power. The power that is above all other power. If you in good with God, you will be endowed with power. The power you need to fight, whatever. Amen. So we're going to pray right now that bitterness and envy and jealousy and hatred and whatever it is driving you away from God right now we're going to get that out of our hearts so we can be in good with the one that can give us the power we need for 2021 we don't know where this is going but when this vaccine start acting up in folks they're gonna act up I promise you that that's the whole purpose but we're going to have the power of the Holy Ghost so he can tell us when. When? It's time to hold them. Time to fold them. It's time to be whatever. That's when you handle in prayer. Get on your knees and pray. Yeah. I, I, I uploaded a video this morning. I'm going to let you up. Well, I, I, I uploaded a video. <laughs> I keep talking. I uploaded a video this morning. I was talking about a dream that I had. And I dreamed about a church. And it looked similar to this church. But I don't think that was what the dream was about. It was about the church as a whole. But the church as a whole, I began to see people on their knees. Literally, the power of God pushing people on their knees and I've seen that me and my wife have seen that happen while I was doing the truth behind hip-hop like we we've been places where people were stubborn and I preached a message and they was just sitting there and all of a sudden they start getting thrown to the floor remember that baby I mean we've seen that in several churches where God is like no you ain't sitting through this like that you are about to pray for your children what this man is saying and see look now the kids done grew up they crazy folks should have listened but anyway, that's, I digress. <laughs> but I had a dream about, it was, it was, you know, I didn't see any face or anything, but just people in the church. And God was literally pushing them. The power of God was so heavy that they were literally just falling on their knees and falling on their face. And I asked God, I said, what is this? And he told me, he said, this is my power. I'm giving them my power, but his, his power is so strong, it's knocking folks down to their knees. He said, but I, you have to have this power in the end times. You've got to be endowed with his power to make it through what's coming. Yeah. 
And I want to be ready for it. I want to be ready for it. I'm not all talk. I don't believe in all that all talking behind the computer, talking noise. I ain't all talk. I'm ready for the fight. I'm ready for the battle, the real battle, the end time battle, what I've prepared for my whole life. But I know without the power of God, I won't make it. I'm not fighting this fight physically. I need to be endowed with the power of the Holy Ghost. So I don't need anything in my way. And as soon as God showed me that I woke up, my first prayer is always, search me. How am I, am I feeling some kind of way about anybody that's going to block me from access to your power if I'm carrying anything if my mind is on something that it shouldn't be whatever it is search my heart clean me up so that when it goes down I'm ready I'm prepared inwardly and outwardly so that's what we need right now lift your hands everyone father God we just thank you Lord for this message I thank you God for the dream and the vision you gave me about it and Father God, I just thank you for the truth of your word. And Father, I pray right now that we would all pray the prayer to search us. Search our hearts, Lord. Search our minds. God, anything that we're carrying against anyone, any ought that we may have. You said when we stand praying, forgive. Let that person off the hook. Let that person go. Get that person out of your mind. Just let it go. It's not important enough for you to miss God. It's not important enough for you to miss the power. It's not important enough for you to walk through these end times without the power of God. So right now, we let it go, God. Search our hearts. Anything that shouldn't be. Anything that's not like you. Any behavior, any action, any thought. Father God, anything that we're thinking about doing, anything that we want to do, been desiring to do, some things that we may have thought would, would be our course for our lives, God. This is what we felt you wanted us to do. But if it's in your way, take it away. Search our hearts right now. Whatever it is that our desires will line up with yours. You said if we delight ourselves in you, you will give us what to desire. So change our desires right now. Focus us on the purpose you have for us so that we can be right in right standing, in good standing, aligned with your righteousness in this last hour, God. And we'll give you the praise and the glory until you return for us. And Father, all fear, I rebuke the spirit of fear right now. Spirit of fear over what I'm talking about, even the CDC, the zombies, all of that junk. Spirit of fear right now. We cast it out right now. We're not afraid. How can we be afraid when the one who holds our future is, is the one that we serve and we believe in? God, we serve you. We believe in you, so we trust you to take care of us. We trust you to protect us. We trust you to fight for us. You said, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay so we believe God that with your power you will fight for us most importantly you will show us how to fight when it's time to fight so we're not afraid Father, Father God of the terror by night nothing creepy crawly demonic forces we're not afraid God we're not afraid of their images. We're not afraid of their threats. We're not afraid of the thoughts. And Father God, I rebuke the spirit of demonophobia right now. Any movie you may have seen when you were younger, anything you saw that scared you, any monsters, any uh, from 
any, any possession or demon possession, whatever you saw that brought fear into your heart for that kind of thing, we rebuke the spirit of demonophobia right now and we cast it out in the name of Jesus. We will not walk in fear. You have not given us the, fe- uh, the spirit of fear, God, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So we call on that power right now and we will walk in that power, the very power that raised Jesus from the dead is accessible to us and we will use that power in these end times and God we worship you and come on lift your hands higher we love you Lord we love you we love you God for preparing us we love you God for giving us a place to come to join in fellowship with others Father God we don't take it lightly we love you for bringing us here we love you for giving us this place we love you for giving us a place that will prepare us for the end times Father God to give us the confidence to fight to admonish us when we need to be admonished to correct us when we need to be corrected but to love on us when we need to be loved on God when we're feeling lonely when we're feeling down you use the energy of the fellowship to charge us back up to supercharge us to make us ready for the next thing that has to come so we thank you for this place this is your place this is the place that you created for us and we thank you and we give you glory and honor in Jesus name we pray amen amen come on hug somebody tell them I'm not afraid of no zombies come on hug them say the Holy Ghost is with me the Holy Ghost is with me come on and tell them the Holy Ghost is with me come on tell somebody else the Holy Ghost is with me I have the fruit of the Holy Ghost I have proof of the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost is with me hallelujah 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 come on put your hands together hallelujah nobody afraid of no devils come on the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost is with me All right. Man, I ain't afraid of the devil. And I'm not getting happy right now because I'm scared. You know, folk do that too. Oh, the Holy Ghost. No, no. I believe, I believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. He's brought me this far. And he didn't bring me this far to leave me. Come on, Elder. Hallelujah. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com. 